Hello, and welcome back to Digging in the Dome. That's Kevin. I'm Chris. And today we have another exciting interview, but this time it's not an America's Got Talent finalist that was a pubic hair away from COVID death. Um, (laughs) You don't know that. (laughs) I I have faith that we would have heard that maybe as preparation so we didn't just walk into, hey, by the way, I'm dying of COVID. You don't know her life. (laughs) That's fair. Uh, he's not wrong. So I guess we have our first question always teed up. Um, besides being a touring stand-up comedian, our guest has been featured on Comedy Central's Roast Battle and Gotham Comedy Live, NBC, NBC's Last Comic Standing, as well as Stephen Colbert and James, James Corden on CBS. She has a special called Voluptuous Boy that we actually promoted a year ago, around about a year ago. Um, and it's on all streaming music pr- platforms and services you can get. And 11 days ago, she released that special on YouTube. So you got to go check that out. The link will be in our description. She's going to be headlining Soul Joel's Comedy Club on May 14th, right down the street in Rory's for Pennsylvania. Please welcome back the lovely and talented Sarah Tolomash, who I hope is not dying from COVID. <laughs> no, I'm vaccinated. Yeah. Hey, Yay. All right. Look at that. You're doing your part. <laughs> Kevin just got his first shot um, today. Today. Yep. One down, oh, one nice. down. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the first one's not so bad. The second one I, I got, it's like the flu for 12 hours. Oh, oh fun. No. Fun times. Oh, good, good for you. Yeah. It just feels like I got a Charlie horse in my, like somebody just punched me in yeah. the arm. That's yeah. about it. I hope that it gives you like aggressive amounts of hair all over your body, like your big. Well, foot. me too. <laughs> yeah. Jesus oh Christ. I mean, I, mean, I mean, everywhere though. Like, I mean, I'll take it. Whatever. Face. That's what I'm looking for. Listen, you don't know what's going on under here. I promise you, there's a lot of that going on. I don't want to know. Um, so you got vaccinated? Did Joe get vaccinated too? You guys both vaccinated now? Yeah, we got I, we got vaccinated on the same day. His was early about four hours before mine. So I saw him get sick before I did. And so oh, no. it, was, it was kind of funny. It's like doing drugs where you're like, when, Oh my God. Somebody starts tripping first. <laughs> yeah. oh, man. Uh, you know, what? I have a really excellent story about that. We've talked about. <laughs> so we were, we were roommates and this is where we we're still in our band together in Philadelphia. And Kevin was working at a bar, I believe. Right? Yeah. I was Fishing bartending uh, and, at the time. So and, I was working later nights everybody else had day jobs yeah so we got home and we decided i think it was it was definitely the weekend we decided that we wanted to do acid so we did and then kevin came home many many hours later it was close to one o'clock in the one o'clock in the morning we had like dropped it at like i don't know eight thirty nine o'clock so it's been a couple we were deep into it and we convinced him that we had just taken it so that basically he would think okay we're gonna be on this ride the whole way through together that he so he took it and then we informed him he was mistaken (laughs) oh no yeah yeah. and then they all passed out like an hour later and i was by myself Uh, tripping balls mad as hell until like six o'clock in the morning yeah sorry about that that was real that was was real fun yeah so i get how the the ride of the the covid thing seeing somebody go down first and you're like oh no you're like oh crap how bad is this gonna get you're well, like, how, what are you seeing right now? How he was he was having right. it bad, so I was like, oh, oh really? shit! Oh, no. oh man! That, so did oh, no. uh, how how we long froze. did it, oh, we froze? Sorry, I think we you, froze a little bit. I'm good. Can you see me? Hello. I'm so I can still see you. She froze. Are you we're frozen? Freezing. We're freezing. Uh oh, we're freezing. Okay, and we're freezing. It says we, my internet connection is un- unstable. I'm gonna take see if punch it. Any different? <laughs> I'm gonna take my phone off Wi-Fi. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah drop kick it. Overdrive. Have you, right, maybe that have will you, work. Have you tried yelling at it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. We preferred violence yeah. and, and anger to, <laughs> as our methods of fixing internet lag. Um, so today is the holiest of high holidays. Are you a, are you a partaker of, of the, the, the said herbal? Uh, no, no, I am. I have an unpopular opinion of pot. I, I don't mind people that smoke it every now and then, but I hate potheads. Like just like complete stoners, <laughs> like messes. Like people that I, are like people that wear ponchos of different colors and uh, just, just don't wear shoes or sandals or Birkenstocks. Yeah. Yeah. Smell bad. Involve their whole personalities revolved around it. Just that. I think yeah. They're just like inside all day long the blinds are down watching and like on order you're like this is the most depressing people i've ever hung out with in my entire life oh just a dark stinky cave of of food and pot like old pot smoke oh yeah that's not yeah, good resin hits like oh like, god uh, what year is this and, like, <laughs> Like I, I might like when you're a little kid when you're young a little kid when you're a little <laughs> started young no yeah. um no i like when you're like a, you know a younger person what's what's up hey no no i can't help right now because i'm on i'm, reco- well, I'm recording a podcast I, I can't help you right now out that way please nope go that way go 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 i'll fix it in a minute goodbye <laughs> goodbye 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 that's why that door's got to be locked <laughs> son of a bitch um, children yeah so you know i don't like i remember doing that way way back in the day well it's different when you're in college but if you're in your 30s and that's the that's the life you're laying down terrible that's, man. A, that's a rough go man like do you like yeah. people that are that old like that like old like i'll say old like that but older like that like are still doing resin hits i mean unless you're super successful because of it like if you're like snoop dog like yeah, I guess you can do Wiz Khalifa. I mean, like smoke all day. Yeah, all whatever. It's different. <laughs> Millionaire. Yeah. Well, now that all the like pot smoking contraptions are more high tech, I don't think people are doing scraping for resin anymore. No. No. I highly doubt it. Well, I mean, there. It's, well, I mean, there's some people that are probably a little bit, you know, destitute. We don't all have it. You know, it, we're not all living high on the hog, Kevin. <laughs> some people have to scrape <laughs> resin for their high. <laughs> Unlike Listen, you, I, I have serious disorders that yeah, require my medical marijuana card. <laughs> <laughs> I have serious medical issues that require my medical marijuana card. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> my glaucoma is acting up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you never, you were never into it as a kid or anything like that. That wasn't something for you or. No, it was always a thing that like all my friends were doing it and they would do it before high school and they made it always seem fun. And then whenever I tried it, I was like, God, my experience is just totally different. Like all I wanted to do was just fall asleep as soon as I took it. I just got so tired and just didn't want to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Different strokes for different folks. Yeah. I mean, I, I, there was a stretch where, you know, up until I was taking it for medicinal purposes, like I, I probably didn't smoke a, even a puff of weed for 15 years close to. Um, So, but I was deep in the law and order life (laughs) as you described (laughs) for a point there. It was probably in my twenties, like like more like uh, uh, Simpsons, the first like several seasons on a loop. Pretty much. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Everyone was, all potheads are kind of the same people. Yeah. Yeah. They're all like all yeah. kind of in the lane. You know, they like delicious food. They probably don't move around too much. Usually couch bound. That's usually their, yeah. their station. Um, 
another funny story and another one that un- unfortunately involves me um, hurting Kevin in a way. <laughs> Kevin and I have known each other since we were very, very little. So um, we have a very, we have a brother vibe going on. And uh, so he's gotten me many a times and I've gotten him a couple of times. And this is another one. So we have this tape that had the Simpsons it had a lot of episodes of the Simpsons on it. And Kevin is particularly afraid of a part of the movie, the pet cemetery. You ever see pet mm-hmm. cemetery yeah. where the, where the sisters got the weird spina bifida back. It's all poking out and shit. And it's like, eh, it's she's very in the creepy. tub and it's very creepy and I hate it. Yeah. So what I did was I took a, a young, my young video editing skills back in the VCR days. I took, yeah. I took uh, the, the pet cemetery happened to be on. So I quickly grabbed the middle of the Simpsons tape and placed that scene with that lady in it. So that Kevin, when he would get to a middle of a Simpsons episode would then see the thing that terrifies him the most in this world. <laughs> well, while high as astronaut nuts. It's chilling. Yeah. Yeah. Not, it's not yeah. cool. Yeah. That was mean. <laughs> it's not cool. I didn't get you that time. So, um, you are very busy. Uh, things getting back to normal up in New York. Are you able to do more um, as far as shows in, in New York area? Um, yeah, I feel like I'm kind of back to where I was before pandemic. And there's still like, it's weird because now I also have, like I have a Zoom show tonight. So every now and then yeah. I'll turn down an actual gig in the city because the Zoom show pays more. Is okay. it, but is it weird? Like, is the Zoom show, I got to think, like, one of the things that was, uh, we talked about the last time you were on was the idea of people just trying to figure out a way to make it work with stand-up, like, to be able to go out somewhere and do something like in a drive-in, you know, like an old drive-in, and, like, people are honking, and it's just a weird, we've talked about that before, too, with other folks, like, it's, it's an odd situation, um, so, like, it's getting back to that normal of, you know, what, what it is, you know, today, like, is, is it, are we all the way back? Are you feeling like you're like back into like, are you doing the, the spots at the stand and, and your comedy club again? Like they're all open back up. Are they at full capacity? They're not at full capacity, but sometimes like, so Friday and Saturday, you're going to feel it. But like I did a spot Sunday, 10 o'clock at New York comedy club and it was six people, three couples all oh, together. Wow. No and you're like, mm, that's kind of about how many people probably would have been there on a Sunday Anyway, right. So that didn't feel any different. But when you're at like, yeah, the cellar or whatever on a Friday, Saturday, it's less. And then they have you on some of the shows at Fat Black and then um, the upstairs at the Olive Tree, Mm -hmm. you're inside a plastic bubble. So it feels really weird to do stand up that way. So you're you're in a, you can't, like, how big is this bubble? Can you like move around in it or? You can move around, but it's actually pretty limiting. I, fortunately, I'm not one of those acts that needs to use a lot of stage like, to, yeah, to move around, uh, yeah, to perform. But it is there are a few things that I did that I was like, oh, this is actually like I'm going to have to be mindful of my space while I'm in here. That because it is kind of small. So you could it's like a giant hamster ball, That's just like accidentally yeah. rolls off the stage. Oh man, that would be funnier <laughs> than someone just like falling in it. Like it just, I mean, that might be the funniest part of your act. If you falling in it, you're not that, not you, but saying like yeah. a comedian, that would be. No, it would be funny if it happened to you too. <laughs> yes, it would. Um, sorry, it would be funny. Um, but. uh so no, what I was saying, it was like um, about the zoom shows. Like, it seems like that's like a hard way to interact. It's oh, not this, not as bad as when you're in a drive through or drive in and your people are honking as they're clapping or trying to get you to get out of the way. One of the two, or, uh, th- like the zoom calls gotta be a little bit easier. Cause you could hear laughter. I'm guessing. Yeah. I, if I was going to put, I would put zoom ahead of drive in mm-hmm. better shows. I, right. I don't like the drive in shows. I've done a few and I'm just like, I just don't enjoy it. 
Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it also seemed like um, a lot of comedians were doing things that like unconventionally. And I can't remember if it was Sam Morell or somebody else that was talking about going like going to somebody's house and like doing a set on their roof or something like that, and like or yeah. in their yard or something like that. It was like a problem with the the, the owner of the house was like shitting on him, like basically heckling him. It's <laughs> like, what oh the yeah, fuck? <laughs> I don't know if that was Sam Morell. Saw- I saw that video. Uh, <laughs> that was really weird. I guess because she thought since it was her party, she could do whatever she wanted. Oh, God. Well, you yeah. talked yeah, about the last time you were yeah. on Terrible. trying to like stand in the middle of a park. And are you are you doing stand up? Are you just a raving lunatic? Like it's a really, it's a really. Yeah. Or maybe you got some really interesting line. religious ideas that I want to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is. It is very close to you're now you're just yelling out. You do feel like one of those crazy people in the park. Park shows weren't that bad. But then like it always would make me laugh because they always joke around like uh, being a female and stand up seems kind of dangerous. And then during the summer, like there'd be times I'm like just walking in the middle of a park late at night to go do my spot. <laughs> You're like, uh, <laughs> this seems sketchy. You're like, yeah, this is not good. We were just talking to, to, uh, so we, the, the last, um, episode that we recorded, we interviewed this dude, the guy that I had mentioned before that, um, he was a, a finalist on America's got talent and he got COVID so bad that he went into a coma for like two months. Like is last this year. Sama? What's or that? Akash? Who is this? His Akash name? or Asama? Asama? No, uh, his name is David Parrish. That or Parrish? Oh, yeah, okay. David Parrish. I'm not familiar. He's he's a. Uh, it's like, I think it was in season four. I don't know how many seasons America's Got Talent. So it was a while back, but he was a dancer and he like really good shape and he and he got COVID. But Kevin asked the question about him going to either the NYU or to the pop up hospital. Yeah, so the they, had a, they had a pop up hospital in Central Park. And yeah, the university hospital at NYU. And this is in, this is for when COVID first started. So it was like beginning of April last year. So those were his choices. And and he said that he was like, Central Park is where people go to die at night. So I'm not (laughs) fucking going to the (laughs) top of hospital at Central Park. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's like, fuck that. Oh man, I didn't even know that was happening to somebody. It was terrible. Like it was, um, yeah. I mean, like, I guess it's just different. I, 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 you know, I got it. I didn't have any kind of, it was, I had a cough and was a little bit tired eventually a couple of times. That was it. Yeah. You know, was it. I took out my whole house. That the, the worst part was making the rest of the family have to quarantine because they yeah. looked at me like that. I like, I might as well shit in all of their rooms. Just took a log <laughs> right on their fucking bed. Cause they were like, fuck you. I can't go outside now. They were just going back to school, regular school. And they were like, now we have to stay home. Thanks dad. I'm the yeah. asshole. I'm the one that had COVID. I didn't like lick <laughs> no something. Symp- he got zero sympathy. Zero. Yeah. <laughs> I got a lot of hateful stares. I got all my own drinks that, that week. I was like, someone's going to spit in my, my water. I know at a certain time, like if you were getting COVID, like say November, I felt like you were being judged harshly of like, like you're just yeah. having sex orgies with people. Like what are you doing? <laughs> like yeah. you're just being completely irresponsible. Cause we, by then we all knew what we needed to do to avoid it as much as possible. Yeah. My old man got it because he was an irresponsible asshole and went to a, <laughs> he went and sat at a bar, like a redneck bar out in Western Pennsylvania. And he got it like three days before my mom's birthday. And she was insanely furious at him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like completely preventable. And like, she had to miss work for two weeks. It was, it was like literally, literally like he, they stopped quarantining like on Christmas day. Like she was so angry. Couldn't have any of the family over oh, nothing. Not so good. mad. Yeah. And it was completely yeah, preventable. It- 
It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's like dragging dog shit into your house. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Come on, dude. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then what you you just see the stamp of it, like just kind of going through the house. Yeah. Like, you didn't notice <laughs> that you were fucking leaving a trail all the way through the home. Thank you. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. terrible. So, are you gonna? So, are you are you gonna travel now? Like, are you so like? As you got vaccinated, Joe's vaccinated. Um, you know, you could. I mean, I, I feel like were you more of a? I'm gonna stay in New York, kind of do the comic stuff there, or do you tend to travel, or did you travel previously? before the pandemic we uh i thought we traveled quite a bit during pandemic we followed all the guidelines but if you kept your mask on and tested regularly then i felt like you were pretty safe in fact i thought traveling during covid was the best time to travel like well, we there's like to, nobody on the plane like you're just like ah three seats yeah and <laughs> uh if you were brand loyal like we always flew with delta they kept bumping us to first class and, oh yeah and then we went to Ecuador and we flew right through customs so fast. Like usually it wow. takes a long time to get through all that stuff, but it, it was like no time at all. That's amazing. That's so yeah. awesome. Yeah. So now, yeah. And now everyone's getting back. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you could fly anywhere pretty much for like, for like nothing. They're like, please just get on the plane. We'll take you anywhere you want to go. You want 15 martinis? Here you go. <laughs> Our flight. We'll let you cares. drive for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so are you going to go back out and like do more like, uh, like stand up, um, on the road or are you just going to stick in New York and do it there for a little bit? Um, I'll go wherever anyone has me that pays me pretty decently. So I think I'm doing Chicago Zanies in August. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I, um, I'm only slowly, I was starting to headline before pandemic and then that kind of put a damper on. Oh, stuff. It's like, oh, I finally made it. Pandemic yeah, shuts momentum. everything down. It's like motherfucker. <laughs> so I was curious as to with, and maybe it's cause the pandemic or at least some areas it's winding down the limitations that were previously on you for performing what made you kind of wind down the pod the vag podcast because i i noticed from your instagram yeah, that you kind that. of like pulled the pulled the e-brake on it and we're like kind of we're gonna back away and do other things is that what kind of stopped it what what made you make the decision to to stop or slow down podcasting well it was like an actually pretty heavy time commitment because i also did all the tech stuff ah. and then all the um you know, the amount of work that we went in and made through the Patreon, um, it just was, I just was, we just weren't making enough money. And then we had been doing it long enough that I felt like, I mean, I've never heard of a podcast just really pick up steam on the fifth year. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Fine. If one, this is going to be our year. <laughs> yeah. Be our, finally, people are going to start really getting us. Now, I totally, I, I understand that. Like, um, that's tough. And did you, so, but you and I was going to actually ask too, like, how did you and um, Adrian actually met? Like, how, how do you guys just meet on the scene or, and how did you guys decide that? I know that you talked about that story, the Vag story. Is that how, like, you guys, but how did you meet before that? Like, what was the, what was the origin oh, story of Vag? What's the origin story of your Vag? No, sorry. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she and I were on the same Montreal showcase, I think in oh. 08 or 09. And I remember her set and I, she had some really funny jokes that I really liked. And I think she liked my set. And then we complimented each other afterwards, which is, I don't know. I feel like a lot of girls kind of stick to themselves. It, oh, really? Maybe it's better now. They're, they tend to be like lone wolves, I think. Um, 
And then we were just like followed each other on Twitter and then like we'd tweet at each other. And then um, we kept, we, then we eventually started becoming like on the same shows and then became fast friends. And then um, we'd always have long conversations and we're like, we might as well just podcast. Right. Record it. Yeah. As we talk to it. Yes. Yeah, I, I mean, this guy and I have known each other our whole life. So we could just talk for like hours. It's no, no problem. You know, yeah. We you, still do. She and I talk about awesome. that. Like, that uh, we are we are thinking of like just recording it video wise and just putting it up on our YouTube every now and then. So we're not con- not committed, committed to, to like a schedule or something like that. Yeah, man. Once you get on that schedule and you do Patreon, like the people get really like all of a sudden if you're five minutes late on uploading, they're like, "Where is it?" And you're like, "Some days you're just like, our schedules are so busy, it's hard to get to this as much as you think it is, and it takes hours to upload and edit and all that well, stuff." Well, if you and I don't know what kind of software you're using, but I use like Premiere and Audition and stuff like that. And sometimes what happens is when you actually export it, the the video and the audio don't match up. There's something that happened in like the actual transfer of that file, and then you're like, you have to do like all this magic behind the scenes and no one has any fucking clue what that takes and how much time like I could be a whole day. But I, I did the I, I, fourth wall I, folks, real, real exciting stuff going on here. <laughs> the digging in the dough. You can suck an entire <laughs> dump truck full of dicks. How about that? Um, it's so hard. It is like, <laughs> You're taking out like little uh, snippets of the conversation. You have to remember where those at. You have to make sure those are, you think they're funny enough to put on. And then you're like, you're copywriting. You're just like, there is so much work that goes into doing a podcast than just like talking and then zipping it up on, on YouTube or whatever. Yeah, no doubt. And, 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 you know, you can't just find producers, pluck them off a tree. Like, come, please just do this stuff for me, please. Love of God. Yeah, yeah you gotta have well, to vibe with them too. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. We well, we we have one pot, our one producer that we have for a while. It's really funny, and we didn't even give a shit. But we sent him the we sent him the episode. Then I sent him an email of being like, uh, "This is what you need in the description." And then in the same uh, second paragraph, I said, "Hey, will you take out the part where uh, Adrian probably wished death on some comic or?" <laughs> Well, no, it was like, a, it was so yeah, something bad. It's like, yeah, please. Could you do this? <laughs> so uh, he just read, he just copy and pasted the whole email and put it. Oh no. Synopsis that we were like, <laughs> so for about a good five hours, we had exactly what we didn't want people to know what we taped in that podcast. In fact, up. You were highlighting it. You're like, yeah. Oh, by the yeah. way, this is the thing that you really want to listen to us trashing this comedian. <laughs> It's like, oh my God, no. That, that's really oh. like breaking the fourth wall there. Oh, Jesus Christ. If, it could have been a lot worse if we had said something like very controversial or something that we knew that would, shouldn't be said in public form or that we were just joking about where we knew we were joking. Yeah. But it's just like, oh my God, if we were on such a huge level, this would have been a nightmare, like a PR nightmare. Oh my God, yeah. So do, do you do you enjoy like bouncing around to like other people's pot now that you're not podcasting as much yourself? Do you enjoy like bouncing around to like other podcasts and other comedians podcasts? Yeah, I don't mind because like during the day for a lot of comics, there's like you're not there is quite a bit of downtime. So you might as well be out there like promoting and like yeah. uh, meeting new people or trying to get new um, have a new fan base. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we had the guys from the Rad Dude podcast oh, yeah. on here. 
Greg, Greg Stone, Stone and Anthony yeah. Devito. Devito. No, we had them on, right and it was utter chaos. Yeah, they that like uh, I've listened. It was to their like this is not our before. podcast anymore. Yeah, well, they just <laughs> turned it into what they do, which is just like it's just stream of consciousness, like like everywhere, and which is it, it was great. It went out, went really well. I know where you're going, son of a bitch. So when you were first on, uh, Chris tried to make a a Bob Kelly fat joke, and it completely I, I, it completely bombed. You 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 missed it. Yeah, you missed no it. I, but basically, I said <laughs> it was you, terrible. You said I said you named your album "Voluptuous Boy," and at the time, I think that you were on the Riot Cast Network. And I said, "Is that because of? Did you name it after Bob Kelly? Because yeah. he certainly has. He's a voluptuous boy. He has yes, yeah. large breasts. Well, it um, it, it went over." Like nothing, you got, I got <laughs> it zero. And it you it. got nothing from it, so I, I made fun of him uh, for it thoroughly. But then, oh, no. when, when we had the rad dude cast guys on, Greg sends Bob Kelly the link to the Zoom meeting, and Bob Kelly shows up. So Bob Kelly pops on, pops on. on. Yeah, so we so we had Bob on, and so Bob's on, and so he's asking Chris basically, like you know what what's the podcast about? Well, wait a minute. Let's not, let's not, let's not say that he walked in, said that and left. No, we, there was a I conversation mean, that occurred gonna... ahead of that. It's not like he was like, Hey, what's the podcast? She's about? perfectly capable of going back and watching the episode. Herself. I'm just, I, what, I, for the record, no, def- no need to defend yourself. Oh no. Well, I, yeah. You're attacking me. What do you mean? No need to defend myself. Of course, of course I'm going to. <laughs> so we get to the point where, Bob asks Chris what the podcast is about. So Chris, Chris, obviously he's a fan. This guy, Bob's a big I love deal. Bob. And so he starts trying to explain, you know, what the podcast is instead of just being like, we're two guys that were in a band together and known each other our whole lives that just talk shit on each other. So he starts explaining I, I it, and it all, too much. And all of a sudden, What what is what is the uh, thing of the podcast? What is the uh, the outline? The one the tagline the uh, well the, we're, pitch? the the name of our our podcast is digging in the dome and basically it's just we just have because uh, I've uh, we've got very basically a very segmented show so we've got segments that we do. Greg just goes we do he's dead. Bobby yeah, was just murdered and he's gone. Oh, that was it. <laughs> I think that was it. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he hung in the beginning of my my, right my diatribe about. Well, let me tell you the philosophy behind our program. And then he was like, "Zap!" And I, look, I, I've listened to a lot of Bob Kelly stuff on other radio shows. Like I listen to him on Opie and Anthony all the time. I should have known mm-hmm. that that was coming. I, I'm an idiot. Yep. So Kevin wanted oh, to point that out is- that he fucking got me. That is his thing. He'll ask you a question, and then while you're explaining yourself, he will just leave yeah. the meeting. Yep. He'll just, he that's it. I'm out. He flat left me. That's all right. Him Whatever, and his Bob. terrible yeah. glasses left. Oh yeah, he had that's really bad. Thing. What did you say? He said he looked like the guy from Up. Yeah. Ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. So I what I, I could have sworn, and I was going back through tweets trying to like find it. I could have sworn that I saw that you were teaching a comedy class or something like that. Are you doing that? Yeah, it was just a one-off, kind of like a like a I guess a mini masterclass, but not on such a not like why well-known scale. So mm-hmm. there's this company called Speakseed. So they just reached out to me and were like, "Hey, do you want to do this?" And it paid pretty decently. So I said, "Why not?" Because you know, I, why not? I money need to make money. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and I like talking shop. So I felt it was something that I was comfortable enough doing that I didn't feel like I would be. Uh, taking people's money and not giving them anything in return. 
Right. I'm sure that you'd be an excellent teacher in, in showing people how to, I mean, I, I think that the, some of the hardest things to do is just to even get on stage and have the bravery to do it. But beyond yeah. that, like it, you can't live on that. I, I made it. Now what? Well, <laughs> you have to, you have to be funny and you have to be able yeah. to, to, to package it the right way so people can, would, would enjoy it. But, uh, you know, I, it actually brings up an interesting question that I wanted to ask you too, which was like, now people are going to go back into the scene. Like now you just mentioned, like everything's reopening, people are going back out. Like, I, do you think that a lot of people are just really focused on COVID related material? Are they going back to some of their old stuff? Like you were there before now you're coming back around. Did they just like would hit the unpause button and then start back on the things that they were working on previous to the pandemic or now has all the material changed because the entire environment has changed? Um, I think most of us are doing like one or two jokes up front about it. Like one, maybe our experience with it. And then, pretty fast into the set. Most people are just going into what they were either talking about beforehand or just what like talking points that they have in their life anyway. Right. Um, like, you know, you watch Sam Morell, he's just talking about relationship stuff and men and women. And uh, he might have like a few COVID up front, but I think most comics, and I know for myself, like I, after going up for now, it's like almost two months or a month now going up in the city. You're, I'm realizing like, I'm going to start uh, probably deleting some of those COVID jokes. Oh, really? Cause it's like, now it's not, it's not going to be as relevant. No one's going to, I mean, they'll, they'll remember it, but it's just like, it's an old hack joke, you know, like, Oh, you remember the cold war? Yeah, I do. Yeah, but I don't yeah. want to talk about it. <laughs> she's, not, she's not telling her Monica Lewinsky jokes anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now look at this cigar. Guess what it smells like? Waka waka. Yeah, great. It's also like I managed to do. I went to uh, Florida. I went to Key West, and I went to Tampa, and then I want. I got to see quite a few comics go up in those scenes, and I'm like, after a while, I was like, oh shit. I think some of us have very similar COVID material, so I yeah. just realized like it's time to just move on. That's a good point. Like, because it's people are going to be circling the same runway on, on COVID anyway. It's all the same shit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. I had to put a mask on when I went to the store. Uh, not weird. You know, like it, what are they going to really say about it? It's not, there's, it's, it's not there. I, you know, the dude that we talked to the, the last time he had a fucked up like situation with COVID. He's got a very unique voice, although he's not going on stage and talking about it. He put it into a book, but like, it's just not everyone's gonna be talking about the same concept. So it's almost like what new fresh take you're going to have on that anyway. Yeah. Unless it's like a really personal experience. Yeah. And then also some of the stuff I feel like I can just parlay that into having depression. Cause it's <laughs> yeah, like the yeah. same well, thing, staying home, watching movies all the time, making eating bad food. food. Yeah. 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 Shit. So food. I, I can transition it a little bit where it's not COVID only so you were living like a stoner is what you're saying uh, <laughs> pretty much so yeah yeah so yeah. You're from, are you from houston right houston texas yeah i grew up in a suburb outside of houston called kingwood kingwood okay right and that was the high school you went to right like kingwood high or something yeah. i think you said the last time we were on um so like you know so how long did you live in texas and where, where did you go from there did you go back do you go right to new york after texas or did you move around a little bit I moved around a little bit. I started comedy in Houston and then um, two years in, I moved out to LA and then I realized also, I just was a huge alcoholic. And then like, not, <laughs> I'd be laughing at that. I'm like, ha, yeah. ha, ha, sorry for <laughs> <your> <laughs> <story>. <laughs> um, and that that wasn't working out. So I decided to come back and then just work on stuff. And then I continued to drink for about 10 years in Houston. And then I realized like, I was approaching 30 and I was 
Like if I don't do anything now, no one's coming to Houston to discover you or to get for myself to get better that I knew that I had to make a move. And I already did LA. So I was like, I moved to New York, which I'm very happy that I made that move. And then I got sober here. So then things picked up and got better. That's awesome. So how long did you stay in LA? How long were you out there? A year, right at 9-11 too. Oh my God. Wow. About four months after I moved there, 9-11 happened. So it was kind of weird at first. Mm -hmm. And it's the same feeling. I know a lot of comics are like, you know, at first we're like, I don't know. It seems insensitive to do all this stuff. And I'm like, it was like that with 9-11, but people really acclimated within a week. And we were back to people go back to things so fast. Yeah, exactly. Well, cause yeah. I think, but, but, and we've talked about it before. Um, we've talked about it before, but we talk about it all the time is that, that part of what comedy is, is taking the sting out of things that are hard to, to deal with. So nine 11 COVID, those are things that are hard to deal with. You know, when rough, when uh, DMX died, I said he went from rough rider to ghost rider. I was dealing with it in my own way. <laughs> yeah. It's sweet. <laughs> yeah. It's nice. Right. So it's, it's an homage. A sweet little joke. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, but like it's it's those kinds of things that like I think that people forget about it. and then you can take take the piss out of it a bit when you're when you're talking about it on stage you feel better you know uh, it makes it a little bit more tolerable even with people that have had people that they've lost or or you know or have gotten really sick with it like I'm sure that they can kind of deal because everyone has that whatever it is you know what I mean yeah I mean. I, uh, no, I mean, I think I've had stuff happen to me, but if somebody does a joke about it, I'm not like offended by it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, what, yeah and most of the times I find it funny. Like, I'm not like, how dare you? <laughs> well, I, 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 clutch your pearls. Yeah. Well, Karen yeah. And I talk a lot about cancel culture, you know, and, and that whole thing. And it's just, it's, you know, there's, there's things that like, you could say like, there's things that are like really bad in history. You could say, we don't like that. We could say today that we don't like that back then it was fine. Apparently we don't like it today. And that's that, but doesn't mean that you have to, like, it's hard to say you can erase the good of whatever somebody did based on how they were reacting in the moment, especially if it was okay at the time. You know, I mean, like, it's insane. I, here's an example that I think is crazy. Like, are you, I'm just, I don't know if you guys are paying attention to the Demi Lovato Froyo. Oh, Jesus right Christ. That fucking thing. Did you hear about that? I'm very so happy that she, I have no yeah, idea. She's in a war about. with a fro a small froyo company. Because <laughs> you know what? A small business that makes frozen yogurt, the enemy. Uh, <laughs> well, she, I guess she has an eating disorder, but she was upset that everything was like a lot of stuff had sugar-free, diet-free stuff. Mm-hmm. And um they also cater to like vegan, diabetic, celiacs, but then you don't need to put a sign up. And then she said it was triggering and that they need to do better. And she finds it traumatizing when she goes into this froyo place where you're just like, uh, not everything revolves around you. Yeah. I'm Sorry. sure there's a pinkberry down the street. Like that was yeah. if you that was a go lady outside of a Pinkberry, just some random lady, I'd be like, I wouldn't even listen to her. I might laugh at her and then leave. Like you're, she has a platform and she has a bunch of followers. So now all these people are like, oh, that Froyo places go fuck themselves. Now, like that's messed up. That's a small business, isn't it? It's a small business. It's, it's, an, not like- it's a, yeah, it's a small business, and it's like, okay, so I I can't drink alcohol. Do I go I get mad at Chili's when I go eat there and they're serving alcohol to other? customers because i have a drinking problem like that's not other people's responsibility no excuse me sir could you please take that bottomless margarita off that man's table i want (laughs) nothing to do with it 
You're what? mad enough at yourself for eating a Chili's in the first place. Yeah, exactly. I know. <laughs> you don't hey, need I to be, love Chili's. You don't need to be punished further. <laughs> Listen, everyone likes a baby back rib, Kevin. Don't lie. Yeah. You've eaten your share. So as things are kind of opening up and getting back to normal, do you think like the digital space and the podcast space and things like that, where comedy is kind of, kind of shifted to a little bit during the pandemic, do you think that's going to like completely go away? Cause you've seen some comedians have like really incredible success in yeah. the digital platforms, but now that things are going back to a more normal you know, schedule a more normal scenario. Do you think that that's going to kind of drift off and maybe die out a little bit? Or do you think that that is going to be sustainable? Uh, I think it'll be sustainable for sure. I also feel like more things are actually going to move digital anyway. I just feel like, and this is what most comics feel like we've been talking about is like, Hey, maybe instead of doing spots at 1am for six people, it, it might be better to say no to some of these spots and work on doing more digital content from the comfort of our own home and reaching a broader audience. Cause you're yeah. just not going to get the numbers that, that you're going to get. Like, I'm not going to reach people liking me by doing late night spots. I mean, it, it's better for your standup, but I don't, sometimes I think it's quality over quantity of spots well, and your yeah, intention and, of what you put into it. And maybe it's a mixture of both. Maybe it's not like one or the other, but it's both, right? Like I, I, I'll still yeah. go on because there's things, there's value to being in a room, obviously standing on stage and being in the environment and doing it. But there's also value in what you're doing now, like because because like you said, you know, you'll get depending on what you're what kind of a platform you're on and what kind of a podcast you're on, or if you're doing your podcast yourself, you're reaching a lot of people and it's easy to reach them. It's not like in a, contained in a room. I can just blast it out there and then promote it, and then hopefully people will listen to it and like it. Oh yeah, I mean, I'll tell a joke on TikTok sometimes, and it'll get like. I've had a few that hit the million or over several hundred wow. thousand. And you're like, there's no way I would have gotten this much exposure just by hitting the pavement in the club scene. So, yeah. you know, you do a so, set and people don't remember you. They're, right. they, they're just like, I had a really great time, but they don't remember the comic. Right. Because they were there like, oh, I can't remember who I saw or whatever. They're probably like, drunk. Yeah, 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 definitely. Definitely. <laughs> oh, you see some of the people in those comedy clubs. They are some of some of those are really, really hammered. Um, but this would be a really good time since you mentioned it to, to disclose to Kevin something that happened yesterday that I think that he may have missed. Um, my daughter, who's 13 and going to be 14 in June, um, decided to convince me. She spent, she worked hard. I got uh, my, she's not like a, my, my, my younger daughter is the crazy one that like, she's going to be a problem, like a fucking problem. This one is the responsible, good one, but she was really selling me on the idea of putting together a TikTok account. So we have a TikTok account. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, yes. <we> oh, <laughs> I cannot it's wait time. to see this. Good Lord. Uh, I, she said like, you, I'm like, she's she, 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 like, she did a really good job selling me. She like spent, she put in work like 25 minutes and I was like, fine, fine. All right, I'll do it. You, so, you like a good presentation in your, in your, yes, in your like, work you know life. Exactly. My <laughs> PowerPoint. Like, you know what? Yeah. She, yeah. She was like, if you can see here, your demographics in the 18 to 25 mark will go up. I was like, all right. Yeah. Oh man. And we put up, I put up just the, uh, like a small clip and it's getting some, getting some likes. That's right. pretty cool. Not millions of likes like Sarah here, but you know, well, cool you know, walk. Yeah. <laughs> you get a few and then you'll have one every now and then that like just hits better. But I have to say the algorithm on TikTok is a lot more democratic democratic than um the Instagram algorithm. Oh really? No kidding. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe There's that. There's snobs at, on Instagram where uh, TikTok, they do it, introduce you to a small bubble. And if you do really well there, they keep putting you up into, into bigger, bigger bubbles. Bigger bubbles. Oh, yeah. That makes yeah. sense. That totally makes sense. Um, so uh, I was going to ask you about like getting, because obviously now you're getting back on stage and in a club. There was different when you're like, outside and you're doing the drive-through show or drive-in i say drive-through like you're like ordering a burger yeah. <laughs> some fries please let me tell That'd you something. great great i got three avocados at home you're like oh this <laughs> 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 might take a while it's still but like is that like well, now you're going back on the stage is there like a nervousness to you like going back on there and doing it again now in front of people like physically in front of people or is it just like ah this is old hat riding a bike it's a, I guess like your first kind of setback, uh, it is a little bit, but it is kind of like riding an old bike. And then also I felt like, um, I had gone up pretty consistently during pandemic that I didn't, it wasn't like a lot of downtime that I felt nervous about. Now the, the, the follow-up question to that is, cause obviously you're going out and you're seeing other people and from what I understand in the New York comedy scene and from, from comics that I've talked to, uh, they like seeing other people eat shit on stage because it's hilarious. So have you gone back up and seen somebody really take it in the chops because they had been off stage for a while and start flop sweating all over the place? <laughs> uh, I haven't seen it, I guess, because mainly I go and do my spot. I show up right before I do my spot and then I leave. Because you go into another spot. Is that why? Because Yeah. The next I, one? yeah. Yes. Or that um, I'm just trying to be like not hanging out with a lot of people. <laughs> it's like, I don't, I don't need any COVID. You stay away from me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or just being like indoors for long periods of time. But, uh, I generally feel like everyone's doing pretty well. I haven't okay. really seen anyone being like, Oh God, they should, they shouldn't have taken that much time off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think that's gotta be nerve wracking for a comedian though. Yeah. But well, it's also sometimes you need to take time off and that it's kind of fun to come back to it. Right. Yeah, you yeah. missed it a little bit, and now you feel like you can get on there and have energy around it. What are you going to say? I can imagine that the reaction's got to be pretty positive from people currently, oh, yeah. because I, I doubt there's a lot of people that have been stuck inside for months now that are just can't wait to get out and heckle somebody at, at the yeah. club. Maybe you that's know someone's I mean? passion, Kevin. You don't know. <laughs> They've been just clamoring to heckle somebody. They're making fun of people in their kitchen. They're... I just figured they're excited to, excited to get out and see yeah. something. Well, I think mostly, positive. yes, I would hope that people are like that. You know, that, that At least for a while, at least yes. for like the first month or so. Oh, they'll go then back. They'll go back. Yeah, they'll yeah. go back yeah, to being shitbags. Oh, definitely. I hate people. <laughs> so, yeah, yes, <laughs> me too. That was my, actually one of the, th- the funny things that, like, uh, my, when my daughter was convincing me to start a TikTok for this podcast, she said, "Look at my look at my uh, bio. It just says I hate everyone." I'm like, I love you so much. <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're That's so good. You. <laughs> yeah, I was so happy. Well, she's also 13, going on 14, so uh, yeah, she's Stare predisposed force. to hating everyone. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> she says ill a lot. <laughs> Um, she said ill too. She, she said, Oh, I, she, she told me yesterday. She said, I got into class early. And then I was like, Oh, I got into class early. Ew. And the teacher was like, Ew. She's like, No, I didn't mean it like that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, it's just like, it's just going to class. It's not early. you, it's me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so you just had a birthday right on Saturday. Was it Saturday? Yeah, I yeah. did. So I got to ask, did Joe do a good job getting you a birthday gift? He always does great, but he's also treats me nice throughout the year. So um, oh, we were, good. we were busy. And also, like, I feel like he always gets me anything that I want that it's good. 
Yeah, well, jo- Joseph. I just got gift certificates, and then that's all oh. I want. That's all I like. <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving. Give me something yeah. to a store that I like. I will choose the thing that I like. Because if you pick yeah. out a shirt for me, I'm going to punch you in your face. <laughs> but you know what? He's really good. Every for like birthdays and Christmas, he'll buy me shoes that I didn't even know I wanted. Oh wow, that's a man that knows so his woman good. right there. He, I know he knows what shoes I like. That's, that's impressive. That's awesome. I don't it know. is I, impressive. I would never try to buy shoes for Colleen. She would kill me. She would beat you with them. Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she's not. I wouldn't I, buy shoes for Joe. No. No. I, you know, I, I don't. I can't even imagine what kind of I, like. I've listened to a lot of Joe's stuff Tuesdays with Stories with Mark Norman. Go check that out. Great podcast, everybody. Um, and obviously, um, <laughs> I've seen his comedy, but I, I don't know that I've ever really paid attention to his shoe style. Is he a sneaker guy? Ten eighties. New Balance 1080s. New Balance 1080s. Okay. All right. That's all he wears. That's that's it. Well, you are those the white ones that my dad cuts the grass in? Are those those New Balances? Okay. (laughs) They have like a the swoopy back thing that looks like you slide your 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 foot in there. Yep, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So is it is it it's a it's a sneaker though, right? It's like a running shoe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Is he a runner? Yeah, we were doing a lot of running during pandemic, and then I got—I also got plantar fasciitis. Oh, fun, oh no! Fun times. Oh yeah. Yeah. So uh, since since we last talked, Kevin um, decided to, to restart his skateboarding career. Um, on yeah. A, yeah, it didn't go well. He went on a one wheel skateboard, <laughs> and his one leg, he, basically, his legs made a perfect right angle like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. Torn torn hip labrum, torn oh. groin, torn hamstring. Yeah, no. sprained knee. Oh yeah, fun times. Getting old, bitch. Yeah, getting old sucks. It sucks. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I uh, I'd ask you how old you turned on Saturday, but that's a that's a that's a non-starter right there. Mm-mm. That's right. So, I'm forty three now. Forty three. Cool. Like, you're you're right in our you're right in our range. Yep. Yeah. Yes. That's right. It's awesome. It's not that bad. No, what forty three? No, it's not bad. No, dude, look. I, plus, science is getting better. You can like live longer. Everything's okay. Like you can get like yeah. healthy, you know. It's not like the eighteen hundreds where she, she would have already been dead for ten years. She was forty three. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> she died at childbirth. Exactly. <laughs> and you don't have any kids either, so you're not dead inside no. yet. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. They do drain you like vampires, <laughs> little vampires. I have one interrupt here. Can you open the garage? No, I'm in the middle of doing something. <laughs> this is why we have to lock the door. Like we literally lock the door. I have a yeah. sign. I literally installed a sign outside. It's a big red sign that says "Recording," so that no one will come in here. They're like, "Fuck that!" Yep. I'm coming right on in. They don't care. They've actually he's locked the door. They've broken in with equipment, like like thieves, like little like yeah. fucking tools, and open the door. Well, that's because your wife taught him how to do it. Yes, my wife did teach yeah. me how to do it. Saboteur. Like little yeah. velociraptors. 100%. Monsters. That's a fantastic explanation. 100% true, too. <laughs> um, so, I mean, so you got you got the Warriors for a thing coming up. I was going to say, like, we um, we were going to have, we have, this is our, you, you, this is our hood. So we're yeah, going to bring a whole in, bunch you're, of people. You're in our neck of the woods yeah, We talked to a whole bunch of people and, and said, let's go. We're going to have a, a family trip with all the Digging the Dome fans. And, and people yeah. that we just drag along. So you're going to have a, a nice contingency of us. You'll there. have a nice drunk bus show up at your show <laughs> outside. It's going to be We're great. Not, yeah, she's going to be great. Thanks a lot for bringing these fucking, the heckling guy was like, yes, <laughs> finally, my Buster time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm co-headlining with Adrian. So you get both of us that night. Yes, it's, it's fantastic. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, how's she doing like now? So she's obviously still out there and she's doing the same thing, like going out there and, uh, and hitting, hitting the Yeah, clubs. she's getting... 
her second vax this week. And so she'll be hitting the club soon. And then um, she and I are, are still working on pitching a TV show. So we put all most of our vag Great. energy into that. Yes. That's right. <laughs> so all I see her on a regular so, basis. Yeah. So you guys are still That cool. statement would be very different if you didn't have a podcast called that. <laughs> yes, our yeah, yeah, our badge energy into this. Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> it's like some kind of a Voltron thing. They can come together and like, bam. Yeah. Giant triangle. Upside down triangle. <laughs> it's like the Care Bears. But- exactly. Yes. <laughs> it's not coming out of the chest. It's coming out of the crotch. I love that. Yes. Oh, my God. Um. So... Hey, listen, uh, we were really happy to have you on. I know it's been, uh, you've got a, you got something at 730, right? I don't want to keep you too long. Oh yeah. I have a sh- uh, another show. A yeah, show. I've done nothing but like computer stuff. It's like pandemic right now for me. So, so you've been, have you been sitting in that chair? Like you just sit in that chair, you have to get up and stretch. That's what I have to do. Like in this stupid office. Cause I'm here all day. Oh yeah. yeah. Well now I have this. <laughs> oh, is oh, that nice. for your feet? That's for my yeah, feet. Yeah, you rub it on your feet. And then, then, yes, it's that. Um, for my planner. Your plantar fasciitis. So, is that yes. like something that's going to take a while to get healed? Like, can you, when are you going to be able to run again? Oh, the sled um, dogs. It's been since October. So, it's been a huge pain in my ass for about six months. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's uh, like, that's it's the one awful. thing. It's the worst. Like, I, I, I my, this hip thing, like, for me, it's like, I, it happened in June of last year and I'm still dealing with it. Yeah, socks ass. So I I feel yeah. you. Yeah, not, not I feel good. your pain literally and figuratively. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> sucks. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like I said, I, I don't know if you have more time, but I was going to say like if, if if not, we can we could wrap up and um give you some time because I know that you have to get ready for your seven thirty. I didn't want to be respectful. I didn't know. What yeah, doing. totally. I got um. Yeah, I'll just go eat dinner and then I'll. <laughs> uh, no, no, we there can still go. talk if you want to. I just didn't know if you still had more time. I didn't want to like cut. Oh you no, off. we can still talk. Like talk for like ten more minutes. That's okay, totally cool. fine. Okay, all right, cool. An hour to like chill out and then go back in. All right, that's. I was really more. It's, it wasn't like oh my god, this is going terrible. This is fantastic. This has been fantastic. Like I, I just want to make sure that. I'm I'm over here like like, yeah yeah, she can see you kevin you're doing that he's like sarah's our favorite guest kevin's like no what about greg i'm like fuck greg stone (laughs) (laughs) he he brought that saboteur bobby kelly in to ruin my life Um, son of a bitch son of a bitch (laughs) well Uh, greg got his did you see his instagram do you follow greg at all i do his Instagram story was friggin hilarious yesterday where he thought he was being a hero for like directing traffic because he thought there was a downed power line in his street and it turned out to just be like a cable wire that was down right and and he like some old guy just came over and just pulled it out of the middle of the street (laughs) made him look like a big dumb idiot oh no poor greg (laughs) probably like oh never mind he thought he was the hero um, well, he's, he he builds stories in his head, so it makes sense. Yeah. Um, so I, I had to ask you a question. This is the, the other one that I wanted to ask you. I'm glad that you you can still talk for a minute. So you're Sarah Tolomash. You married to Joe List. So why are you not yes. Sarah List? Well, I I got asked this last night, and it is like, here's the thing. I tried it. I put. I was really busy at the time when I had to do all this and you, um, I didn't have time to go to a government building to do it. And then I saw this thing online that if you, I, I sent in all my government documents and one envelope to the social security administration. So I did all of that, filled out the piece of paper and then mailed it off and then never saw anything from them ever again. And then I just lost all my government documents. Oh man, you got scammed. They're like, yes, send, send, send package to one, two, five West fifth, 110th street, suite one fifteen. You're like, ah, oh, some Russian guys, Sarah list. <laughs> yeah. 
It felt like, you know, that scam when they're like, mail in all your gold and we'll send you cash for it. You're like, like, it just "Hmm." sounds like a scam. Yeah. I thought it was legit. And then, so I was like, shit. So then the first place that you have to go is actually social security administration to get your social security card. So when Mm -hmm. I showed up there, I didn't have, you know, I don't have any of my documents. I was coming in kind of like I was off the grid. That's what I was basically. And then the guy found my paperwork and then. Oh, wow. And no, it's crazy. So I got all my like passport, I think gift or, or birth certificate, driver's license and social security card. And then at that moment, I was like, with this being such over just changing my name, I was like, I want to go back to my original name. And then it became a bigger problem because when I got all my stuff back, I reported my passport missing and then cut right. to eight, eight months later, I go to Paris and I was like, I had my physical copy of my passport, but because I um, said it was missing, it's technically missing. So I was oh, detained. No. Oh, in no. Paris Inter- Interpol airport. came and got you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like me and some like Nigerian woman meeting her husband for the first time. Oh, detained. No. <laughs> and my phone, Joe managed to go through and they were going to send me back to New York uh, right away. But I said can I go to the American embassy? And I guess those were the magic words. And they let me go to the American embassy and get a passport. But because how awful that was, I was like, and then somebody was like, you can just tell people that you are Sarah list. I it's only when I fill out papers that Mm -hmm. I have to be Talamash. So I just decided you can call me list, but I'll go by Talamash on my documents. So the most important thing is because this this is how everyone will know you is when you're going on stage do they say they say still say Sarah Tolamash or do they say they still say Sarah Tolamash? I can't. Right, well, it's because you well because you because you should like that's who people know you as. If so it's Sarah List, yeah. who's, who's that? <laughs> well, I also think my last name's unusual that it stands out, so I just kept yes. it, even though it most people don't know how to pronounce it or spell it. Even though oh man, if I was it. making a mistake the whole time, like it was like Tolamaki, and I've been saying <laughs> yeah. Tolamash the whole time, I'd be like. <sighs> He's like Sarah, oh, Sarah Toblerone. <laughs> You're like, oh no, that's fine. Whatever. You're That's why when people get so offended, their names are. I'm like, I'm so used to it, and I understand that it's annoying. That I'm just like, I'm not out there to, and it puts me in a position that I have to like correct you, which makes me feel like I'm already starting in the negative. So I'm just like, they'll figure it out eventually. As yeah, long as you point. know my first name. Yeah, yeah. get it. I actually work with a guy, um, and he's like a pretty high level guy in the company that I work for, and he makes mistakes on people's names all the time. And I've talked to him like, Hey, it's this. I've like corrected him. Like I'm pulling not like in public. I'm like, Hey, do you know that it's the, it's, it's, it's Cesar. It's not Cesare. It's Cicery. That's his name is Cicery. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, okay. And then literally five seconds later, he's like, Joe Cesare. And he's like, dude, what the fuck? He's like, yeah. I said, I told him, but the worst part is like, I'm going to him like, Hey, good news. I told him how to pronounce your name. So the next time, He's going to get it right on. And he's like, no. Guy starts to- weeping. He he's just like, runs out of the hell? Why would you tell me he fixed it when he didn't? <laughs> I'm the asshole. Yeah. It's just, uh, I, most names are really hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, we have a neighbor down the street. Actually, is where Colleen's in the Polka Cabana right now. She, my wife is, is, is a fan of uh, the, uh, the marriage of Juana. So she's down there celebrating this lovely holiday. And uh, she, uh, so she, but she like Polk P O E L C K. When I first, there's a neighbor. I'm like, uh, how the fuck am I going to pronounce this? This is going to be a disaster. I'm like, yeah. Pal- Palak. 
Poelk? There's a lot of vowels in here. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. Consonants. Dude, if you got like two consonants in a row on the front, I'm out. Like you have to do. I'm going to ask you how to pronounce it. I'm not going to risk it. Oh God. No, sometimes you're just like I have no. There's a guy's name that I've been constantly mispronouncing, but I'm like, I've seen it a plenty of times, but then when it goes back into my brain, I just don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's supposed to come out. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's like there's a blockade there somehow, and you just get it wrong every time. Well, you know whose name I think is I always fuck up is Brett Favre. 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 What the hell is Brett Favre doing here? <laughs> What's his name? Brett Favre. Favre. It's Favre. Favre. Even the V and the R. Yeah. It's like the weird invert. It should have been. I feel like he's just being an the asshole. Other way. Yeah. Like it's really Favre, <laughs> but he's just being a dick. He's like, no, it's Favre. Like, like, no, it's not. Like, Wait, every English person. I went to like a phoneticist and he told me, is that a real thing? A phoneticist? They tell you how to phonetically spell yeah. words. Yeah, I'm sure that it is. And he said, Favre. That's what I'm calling you. Yeah. I don't care what your parents say. Oh, how about Irish names? Like Siobhan is Siobhan. You oh, know what I, I mean? Like it's spelled S-I-O-B-A-H-N. And you're like, dude. That is not what we learned. <laughs> yeah, it's, dude, it's you know what it's it's the it's the it's the final boss in a spelling bee contest. It's like sh- spell Siobhan in Irish. I'm, yeah, I, fuck you. I don't know. S H. Seamus. Yes. Yeah. Seamus. <laughs> yeah. Seaman. Yes. Yeah. Seamus. Seamus. S E A. There's no H in there. Where's the H? Is the E A now an H sound? I'm lost. It's it's so confusing. Go to Wales. Every. They use the same alphabet that we use and you're thinking that they're English, but the way they're, when you try to spell it or pronounce it in English, it's not even close to what it is in Welsh. It's so wild. Yeah, it's the worst. Why can't we just, we, we figured out everything else. We've got 5G, pe- you know, people going into fucking space soon. Kevin's trying to go into space. He keep putting, yeah. I'm trying to get, trying to get put, the fuck out of here. I'm trying to get Kevin into space. That would be great. Um, but like, we can't figure out how to have like some kind of a universal, like everybody can speak the same thing or at least hear everybody. And I, I don't want to have emojis. Uh, yeah. We can live through emojis. Like yeah. emojis. It's like, positive. Revert back to hieroglyphics. There we go. Why not? Did you see? So I, th- there's another good question for you. So there is all this footage that's just popping up everywhere. And there's one recently that, that came out of uh, alien. Well, well UFOs and say alien. UFOs, you, I think they changed the name to UPAs or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah, because it's, <laughs> what is it no, like? it's like, it's insulting to alien. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, have to, they have to make sure not to, you know, cancel space travel. Yeah. Unidentified <laughs> is a racial slur, so yes. you can't do UFO. <laughs> you might as well be calling them the N word. Like, wait, yeah. I'm not identified. I just not identified. It has nothing to do with their color. Why are you doing this to me? Please don't cancel. I love God. Like, but like they're like, but whatever it is, they're like, there was. Did you see the, the video that the upside down pyramid thing that was floating in the sky? What the fuck is going on? I don't know. I Are still, aliens coming? They keep saying that uh, they they exist, but I still haven't seen it. Yeah, I just saw the, the I just saw the Pentagon footage, and maybe it's like, look, the government you, have, you can't really trust them one hundred percent, obviously. But an upside down pyramid just floating in the sky. I've never seen a plane shaped like an upside down pyramid. Last I checked. Yeah. They're there's some like, planes. I mean, now you don't know how uh, doctored footage and all that stuff. Like this, no, the, deep, Pentagon, fakes and the, who Pentagon, knows? the Pentagon confirmed it. Well, yeah. Cause the government can totally be trusted. That's what I just said. <laughs> that's why it's kind of, it could be bullshit. I don't know. How the fuck am I yeah. supposed to know? I'm just saying that's weird. Wait, so you do not believe in that thing. You're like, no, 
I mean, I, it's not like, uh, I, with the universe being so infinite that maybe, but I also feel like, uh, the probability of creating a same permutation of life, it was so hard to get it right in the first place and have like with evolution and success that I just find it to be impossible to know that that is out there like that. If it is maybe in a basic form or something. Well, they talk about like cells they find, maybe they, they like talk about what we saw, like this particular living type organism. Then they find some stuff on Mars recently or um, in a couple places. So it would, it would follow. And I, I was just talking to somebody about this, um, about the idea that it would be very difficult to say there's a, you know, unknown amount of universes out there. Like, we have no clue, like no idea. Yeah. So it'd be statistically impossible for there not to be a life to exist somewhere else. Statistically impossible. It has to like, if it, with, with that much improbability, statistically speaking, unless you have more variables that you can add to that equation and say, that's only this many, then you could actually come up with a formula. But outside of that, you have to say statistically impossible to say definitively that there's not life out there more than likely there is some kind of life, whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, it would be insane to deny that there isn't. Yes. Life out there. I mean, they but find new, think, they find new shit yeah. in the ocean every day. Oh, like, and that's just terrifying, Earth. terrifying, terrifying shit in the ocean every day. Ocean shit, scary as fuck. <laughs> All that deep shit, like in the real dark. You, like, I don't know. But I, do you think it's intel? I don't think it's intelligent life. What you mean in the ocean or in this in, in down here up in, there? in the vast un- oh. in the in the whole universe? I, I I don't yeah. know. I I don't. I, it's barely intelligent life here. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I well, would yeah. I would agree that it's probably not wouldn't be considered intelligent life. The no. fact of if there being some crazy space traveling aliens that have far beyond exceeded our um, technology uh, is probably pretty rare but yeah. we grew up when x-files was on right so yeah like everybody was captivated by x-files when we were when we were growing up so like that was every, that your kind of everybody show? wants to believe right? Do you like that kind of show or no is that i i only watched it every now and then but um i felt like when it was on i was more into being at the bars yeah right on oh it actually this is a good question so we're 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 going to um start um our second annual stingo de mayo draft which is a look at the years of 2000 to 2005 and we have a we're going to create a bracket of with different regions like a like a march madness thing i know real unique idea i think pretty much every podcast on the planet does this but we came up with it first <laughs> at least in my mind so in this particular case you've got music movies tv shows and fads and it's the worst of that particular time period 2000 to 2005 so we started okay. we started this last year because there was no March Madness. And then we yeah. started it in May because of Cinco de Mayo. So we called it Stinko de Mayo because Fine. we were like lamenting the fact that there was no sports on at the so time because, you know, we were deep into the, into yeah. the COVID madness at that point. It was. So we were like, let's do a bracket of, you know, we did the 90s. Like the, the entire the entire 90s. Um, so we were doing 2000 so wait, to 2005. And I time. believe, um, so we, we had a, like a drafting ceremony where we had like a selection Sunday type thing. He picked pe- people in music. I picked people in music, fads, et cetera. And um, I believe that my pick, chairman of the board, 
starring Carrot Top, the movie with Carrot Top oh, yeah. in it, won. I, who did I, who did who did Carrot Top beat? Uh, it was a it was a TV show. I don't remember what which one was it, it was. It wasn't it was Cop uh, Rock, was it? No, it was the Talking Baby one. Oh, uh, oh with Scott uh, Bayo or not Scott Bayo? Uh, Tony Danza was the voice oh, of the yeah. baby. Oh, was it was it was a look, look who's talking or something? No, was it was a, oh, it was a TV show it. that was based off of Look Who's yeah. Talking. So we, yes, that was the, uh, the finals of that, but, uh, we're going to do 2000 to 2005, but we just recently had a conversation about the worst TV, sh- uh, theme shows. I, I, or, or, sorry, TV. I can never say this songs for theme shows, theme, TV, let, theme let, songs. There you TV go. Show theme songs. Let your brain catch up with your mouth. You fire hydrant. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> yeah. He's right though. Um, so the worst one. So could you think what's like what like one of the worst things w- ones that you've ever heard or the ones that you hate like the teen shows that you're like fuck. Oh. Um actually I don't know. Like I I think I like most theme TV theme songs. I can't even think of TV shows from 2000 to 2005. Well this was well this particular draft was Every, the entirety of the entire oh, we spanned the entire this was just a regular draft and we were just picking the worst theme oh. songs of tv shows ever i think if i listen to mash for some reason it <laughs> makes me go into <laughs> a depression <laughs> i just never watched that show and then every well i remember it coming on when i was the kid and remember being like it just was i was like not interested. Like I liked watching Three's Company and Good Times and the Jeffersons, but yeah. watching Mash, I was like, "How is this a sitcom?" It was just depressing to me. So you brought up Three's Company. <laughs> Were you familiar yeah. with the spinoff called The Ropers? Yes, that oh. was one of the worst ones. That yeah, we, we picked out that as a a. a wah, 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 oh yeah! Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> God. It's he's dancing around with the plunger, like ah. Uh. We talked about the silver spoon spinoff. Uh, what was it called? That was like, oh, it was, oh, was you know, something. It about was a, uh, it was like Jason Bateman one. Make your move or something like that. Or that is fucking terrible. It's a checker. Ne- the beginning is a checkerboard, and you just see young Jason Bateman picking up the phone, being devilish. Yeah, it's it's horrible too. Oof. All that stuff is bad. How long did that last? Did you check? Less than a year. Yeah, less than a year. I figured as I much. Know. I didn't know he was on, I knew he was on that show, Hogan's Family, but I didn't I know. I loved he was that show that. when Hogan's I was growing up. Hogan's Family was great. I was obsessed with Wasn't Hogan's Family. Wasn't Justine Bateman on there too? Was it, were they both she on? She was in Family Ties. Yeah, she was in Family, family Ties. Ties. Yeah. All oh, right. She was really funny in Family Ties. She I was thought great. she. I always thought Michael J. Fox got a lot of the accolades, but she's actually really gifted comedically as really well. Really funny. Well, how do you feel yeah. about this? Sorry, Tony. Uh, t- Tony, Tina Yothers, comment. <laughs> Tina Yothers, was she uh, in Family Ties too? <laughs> she was in it too. Yeah. She was the blonde one, the the the, the little blonde yeah. one in Family Ties. And Michael Gross. She's a little too serious. Yeah. I like yeah. the parents. Yeah, I think Tina Yothers. I was obsessed I, with, oh, who? Meredith Baxter Bernie had all these great, uh, like, Oh, like the Hallmark Lifetime movie? or Lifetime movie? movies. Oh, where she was yeah. always getting beaten. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, beaten or eating <laughs> yes. disorders. Yes, like, yes, I used yes. to love yes. them. <laughs> yes, I, yeah, it's a, I deserved it. <laughs> or <laughs> yeah, I, I ran into the door, part two. <laughs> <laughs> she was in tons of those. Oh my God. Yeah, well, I mean, dude, I guarantee she was making bank. It's like, uh, what's that dude from uh, uh, the Pulp Fiction series, Michael Madsen? Michael Madsen makes a tremendous amount of money on the worst movie. He just does work to get paid. He's just like, I don't give a oh, shit. Give yeah. me the script. I'll do it. 
pay me. Well, he has 14 kids or something crazy. Like, yeah, he's got a lot of kids, yeah. many, many kids. Well, speaking of which, so you're, uh, you just <laughs> released uh, <laughs> voluptuous boy on YouTube. Are yeah. you, uh, are you doing, planning on recording any other um, sets to put out there? Like, do you think you're thinking about doing a new album another or, hour or, or, something or like another that? YouTube special? Um, or Netflix I, come I calling actually, it? No, I don't know if they'll ever come calling, but I don't like, I don't care to depend on like, I thought it was actually quite empowering to put my own little thing up on um, YouTube on my own channel. So it has actually inspired me. I would like to shoot something probably a half hour at the end of the year. That'd be awesome. Dude, that's great. Yeah. That's fantastic. And you know, you'd be out there and doing it and, and sure. I think that you said the last time we talked to that, one of the things that was kind of a benefit to the, to the pandemic is that it really allowed you to sit down and really concentrate and write, like just do it like religiously and, and be able to do some unique things and do like kind of spread. Cause like, you know, when you're doing stand up, obviously you're doing it all the time, but to be able to not have to do, not be able to do that and be able to express yourself in different ways and find different medium and different, um, you know, paths to, to be able to, to work on your art is pretty cool. I'm sure that. Yeah, helps. definitely. Yeah, I like to do more of that. So I'm going to do more videos and short films and put out more content on my YouTube. Right. Didn't you also have a short short film or I guess uh, did you sponsor the short film festival or was it No, I have one. I do it. Yeah. I still do it monthly. We are going to still do it from our apartment, but I think um once things open up a little bit more, we're going to look for a venue and then stream it online. That's awesome. So what what yeah. is the uh, so you want, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Like what is what is exactly what do you do? Sure. Like well, we just invite friends or people that we're aware of that we know make shorts um, on a regular basis. And then we create a theme each month and then all the proceeds to of all the donations. We choose a charity each month. So this month's theme is Spring Awakening. And it's the show's on April 28th on Wednesday at 9 p.m. And we'll be on Twitch and then our our YouTube channel. Oh, that's awesome. That's fantastic. Very cool. So like, and you yeah. just like, so yeah, I'm sure that you got a lot of, a lot of submissions and stuff like that. So not really. And then oh, like, no, really? well, I think we usually just reach out to friends or like people that we know. And sometimes I think a lot of them are like, it's too much to, you know, work on yeah. a project. They'd rather just do stand up. So it's like whoever yeah. wants to do it really, but we are open. If you, if anybody is listening, wants to submit or is in, interested, let us know. And then our DM on DMS, at, at home film fest on Instagram and I'll reply to it. And at to at home film fest at Instagram. That's great. Yeah. Well, Kevin and I have a, a gut busting docking video that we want to share with you <laughs> where I take my penis and put it into his foreskin. <laughs> well, that's spring awakening. <laughs> Good Christ. Ah. <laughs> uh, on that note. Yes. On that note. Yes. I guess that we can now wrap up since we went over time. Um, sure, sure. So no, now that she doesn't want to eat her dinner or like, anything. Thank ever you very again. much. He's like, Hey Joe, what's for dinner? Kielbasa. Put it back. Yeah. Can we order something else? A pizza, maybe something that's not going to remind me of that. Um, okay. So folks, uh, number one, Sarah Tolomash, you're fantastic. And we love having you on. Um, you're yeah, an really awesome guest. Fun. Thank you so much. Um, Sarah's got Voluptuous Boy on all streaming services. You can get and just go, go listen to it. But more importantly, she just released it on YouTube. Go check that out. She's got a lot of real positive uh, thumbs up and especially one from us, uh, certainly on there. And she's going to be headlining Soul Joel's Comedy Club right down the street on May 14th in Warriors for Pennsylvania. So please yes. go and see Sarah Tolmash and at home. What was it at home movie? At, at 
at home film fest at home film fest. follow us on instagram if you're interested and follow sarah on instagram damn it um so thank you so much again we'll we'll definitely have you on soon because you're a wonderful guest thank you yeah always thanks guys all right see you thanks so much right, i'll see you later bye, bye. <laughs> and good night bye